Hi, third graders. This is Mrs. Springer. I am going to be introducing our first read aloud book called Indian Shoes by Cynthia Leitich Smith. Now I am going to be using a strategy called orienting to the text. When you orient to a text, that means you get yourself set up to be successful with the book. Some things you might do is read the title, look at the front cover illustration, read the back blurb, and if there are chapters, look at those too. You might even start predicting, hmm, what is this book going to be about? So on the front cover, it is a picture of two people. Now the two people are an older man and a younger boy. And the story, the title is called Indian Shoes. Now you may have heard the word Indian before. In this book, it's a word used to describe two people that are from the Seminole Cherokee Nation. So when we say Seminole Cherokee Nation, that's the tribe that these two people belong to. Now sometimes people are referred to Indians, which some people are okay with, but some people also like or are prefer, they prefer to be called indigenous. So the more specific we can be, the better. So I am going to refer to these two people as members of the Seminole Cherokee tribe. And I'm assuming before I even read this book, that the two characters on the front cover are going to show up a lot in this book. I think that's a safe assumption or a safe guess to make. Now, Cynthia Leitich Smith, the author of this book, is actually a member of one of the indigenous tribes of North America. So she wrote on the back of her book, take a walk in these Indian shoes. Now, there's some figurative language in that saying. When they say take a walk in these Indian shoes, I don't think the author really means put your feet in the character's shoes and walk in them. I think it means something else. I think it means like put yourself in their place or imagine what their perspective is so that you can help gain a connection to the stories. So this book is actually very interesting because it's a bunch of short stories put into one book. I'm going to first just read you the blurb. Usually it's called a back blurb, but in this case it's on the um, inside cover of this book. So I'm going to read that to you. And then in the next episode, we're going to read the first chapter. So it says, what do Indian shoes look like anyway? Like beautiful beaded moccasins or high tops with bright orange shoelaces. Huh? What do Indian shoes look like? Are they beautiful beaded moccasins? Are they high top shoe, high top bright orange shoelaces? Huh? I'm picturing those like Converse shoes or chucks, some people call them. I have some of those. So, huh, I wonder. Hmm, Ray Half Moon prefers high tops, but he gladly trades them for a nice pair of moccasins for his grandpa. After all, it's Grandpa Half Moon who is always there to help Ray get in and out of scrapes. Like the time they're forced to get creative after a homemade haircut makes Ray's head look like a lawn mowing accident. Ooh, that sounds ugh, terrible. This collection of interrelated stories, so connected stories, is heartwarming and laugh out loud funny. Cynthia Leitich Smith writes with wit and candor, I'm sorry, wit and candor 
about what it's like to grow up as a seminal Cherokee boy who's just as happy pounding the pavement in windy Chicago as rowing on a lake in rural Oklahoma. So when I think about the identity of this main character, I'm thinking he has lots of things that he's interested in. He likes being downtown Chicago in an urban setting where there's a lot of people around, but it sounds like he also likes to be in a rural setting, so out in the country, rowing on a lake. So now I want to look at the table of contents and get kind of a preview into what these chapters are going to be about in Indian Shoes. So on the table of contents, it looks like there are one, two, three, four, five, six different short stories. The first one is called Indian Shoes. The second one is called Don't Forget the Pants. Hmm, I wonder what that one's going to be about. Hopefully he didn't forget his pants for something. The third one is called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Hmm. Okay. And then the fourth one is called The Accident. That doesn't sound like a very happy chapter. The fifth one is called Team Colors. And then the sixth one is called Night Fishing. Oh, I wonder if that's what he does while he's out on that lake in rural Oklahoma. Maybe they go night fishing. Hmm. All right. So we're going to learn more about Ray and his grandpa in this book. And I hope right now you're already starting to put yourself in his shoes and think, hmm, am I making any connections to him? All right, I will see you next time. Bye.